What's up, world? It's your first game attending boy, Sway, from MTV News, and we are back on the goal sheet, but out the wind sheet for episode 119 of Knifey Lion Radio. Jonah, officially one of the top 6,000 fans as proven by my attendance at today's game. Joining me is the man who was born on this day many years past. It's Zach. Mm, I've lost my voice. Good day. Good day. <laughs> He's lost his voice. He's lost Breck, his... Breck Shay. <laughs> Breck. <laughs> Breck. My voice is brecking. Um, absolutely. Um, Zach had an issue with his, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to talk, his recording gear. So we're basically on entering MLS and FC Cincinnati podcast level. Remember them? No, just me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they didn't have anywhere to go once we had entered, you know, really pigeon, oh, yeah. pigeon held, <laughs> held themselves. Uh, today we'll talk about the first game ever at West End Stadium, a.k.a. TQL Stadium, which happened a few hours ago. That'll be the FCC recap. We're going to hit him with a Yap Watch. I think we can finally pick an FCC Man. of the week. We will put somebody in the FCC doghouse. And I'm going to let Kevin get some shit off his chest with a brand new Kevin's Finally, we close up shop with Popery. <clears throat> Folks, if you had a major case of FOMO today, I feel for you. But you know you get in free. Wait, no, you know you you absolutely know you get free admission into the John Harks Cave of Wonders. Zach, look at us Sunday night. What do you think? Really love the uh, Sunday night podcast. I'm always really amped and uh, yeah. You get to stay up late and edit it, and uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. Like I just told you, I after the game we went to uh, went back to Washington Park, and um, I was letting Eli play and go down some slides, and then probably a teenager um, <clears throat> who was mentally challenged um, kept pulling me off of my bench. <laughs> Like literally, <laughs> I kept uh, patting on the back like, "Hey, man, we can't, we can't grab people." And um, was he alone? Couldn't. No, he had a. There was a guy. He's like, he just likes you, I think. Um, <laughs> but I couldn't get away, <laughs> and Eli got pretty scared. Everything was fine, but uh, yeah. Anyway, then we got home, and I had to break the news to Eli that his family dog was dead. <laughs> so that was about uh. 35 minutes ago. Here we are. <laughs> a perfect end to a perfect birthday. <laughs> Just how you would have imagined it 10 years ago, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I think probably everyone's saying it, but if you were going to write like the nightmare scenario, it's Brexit. <laughs> I did. Honestly, first for guy, well, we get to it. Forgot he was on the team. Second, couldn't believe he was starting. <laughs> really unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Um, but yeah, let's just get right into it. What shall we? I mean, Sunday night, people are like, well, "Why do you do it? Just wait." We need. We are the 
the trendsetters Monday morning. There's no one before us. I mean, you might get like a recap online from all-time tweeter Pat Brennan, but you know, we're really setting the tone for the day. So how we how we play up this game or play down this game, <laughs> folks, it determines the whole week. And that's not my ego talking. Those are just facts. So let's uh, let's get right into it. It's the FCC. <gasps> um. Wow. First game at. They've they've almost got me, Zach. I got to admit, <laughs> it's, it feels. I thought it would be easier just to keep saying West End Stadium, but they've really driven uh, TQL into my head that now it feels harder to say West End Stadium. Where are you at, stadium naming wise? That's important. I've certainly never called it TQL. That's good. Um, and I <clears throat> I just rarely say it out loud. Um, I just say the stadium. Yeah. I don't know the new stadium. <laughs> like when people say the podcast, and you just know. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, the FC, the podcast, the stadium. We're setting the trend for the week. What? So I was there the, uh, when they opened the gates. People cheered. Uh, there's a lot of photographers taking pictures. The first people to enter. Any tears? Um, no, there were no tears. Uh, good. We probably would have been like the first people to enter because um, everyone was waiting behind this blue chain. And me and Eli were like, let's just take the elevator up. <laughs> the chain was blocking the stairs so we just took the elevator up to them mm. um but he was blown away by the um pepsi bottle shaped recycling containers <laughs> so uh, he wanted to throw some bottles away <laughs> so we missed our chance to be number one into the stadium mm-hmm. there's some brand person right now who definitely listens to this podcast who's pumping their fists like yes <laughs> just like i said in the meeting the kids will love recycling in this thing. And he was right. Um, I got down there about an hour before. Uh, foolishly, much chagrin of... <laughs> I almost said my wife in a Borat voice. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> my wife? Um, fuck. Uh, yeah, I, sh- I stupidly thought the game was actually starting at four. Of course, that's, you know... TV time, even the tickets said four o'clock. For shame, it was more like four thirty. But Zach, you were down there a little earlier downtown. You got to see more of the sites. I didn't do any pre-gaming. What was the vibe? Washington Park. Um, did the Palestinian protest join in with the FCC crowd, or just what was going on down there? You're you're the eyes on the street. It didn't seem to be a lot of a cross uh, crossover. Nah, that's except, a shame. Um, except. I mean, we met uh, my friend Karina down there for lunch because it was my birthday. Right. So, like, you know, Eli had his FCC jersey. She had her free Palestine shirt on. So, uh, it was a real. We could go wherever. Dekel Nazmi situation. There was. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think a uh, full capacity game down there, it's going to be wild. You mean the, the pregame scenes? Are we still talking yeah. about Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so you weren't part of a march cause you, you wanted to get in there early. So you missed that. I, right when we were walking up, um, the march was probably a hundred yards within eye shot. So I waited on the stairs for the march to come in and it seemed like a, I mean, it was a solid amount of people. It felt like, um, for it being possibly, I don't know, 1000 in the barley today because of COVID restrictions. But, um, so then we went inside, we didn't want to get caught. You hate getting caught in a march, so we went in and 
watched from the top of our section and when they were all kind of gathered on up the stairs then it looked kind of looked a little less uh impressive people wise and you started to feel it but uh they came in the stadium and then uh we just sat there for an hour but uh yeah we were forced over due to uh social distancing i guess it's still a thing that's happening we were over one section further down away from the middle this is all great stuff um but the view is still solid, Zach. We, you know, we took our tour. We talked about it. But now to actually see them warm up on the field, um, you know, you really, I don't know if we were on top of the action, but we could, we could, we could see all that action. You know, we could be uh, an extra coach up there. Yeah, no, there's, it's good. It, uh, it feels bizarre that that's where we'll see all our games now. Um, too good to be true situation. And uh, maybe it is. <laughs> That's why we can't have nice things. Yeah, I said to you, when they were warming up, it definitely felt like we were, FCC was like playing on somebody else's field, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't real. But uh, we had the intros, we had a fantastic Star Spangled Banner, Zach was kneeling, um, a young, <laughs> young woman from SCPA, she did well. I, I, thought the, uh, I thought the intros were funny because um, there's a lot of fucking strangers on that team, and I don't think... <laughs> You know, they didn't give us the last names. What's yeah, like, uh, Viasia's first name? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Whatever that is, no one's <laughs> shouting his last name. Then, like, uh, yeah. Vermeer. If, if you were off the internet for a week and a half, you're real confused. <laughs> no, I don't think Mary knew who any of these people were. Uh, all we needed was like a Tonga out there too to just get really crazy with it. Uh, but yeah, I guess that's a perfect segue to the starting lineup. It felt crazy. Um, not that he should have any reason to keep running out the same center backs, but I I guess I was slightly surprised that, I don't know, maybe I wasn't. But just seeing it written down, it really hit me. Uh, Jeff Cameron, which we have an in or out segment, Jeff Cameron in and, uh, you know, write your own story about that but uh <laughs> him and Viasia started at center back uh Vermeer the new goalie started over TT um Calvin Harris out there yet again and Lacadia on the bench Cruz with the start yeah Mocha Joe on the bench it seemed like I don't <laughs> I don't know if this was going for it, but like it felt like we were going for something. <laughs> it's like Yap was going for broke with you know, it's like if I'm going out there, I'm going out with my guys, whoever they are. Uh Acosta back with uh, his bum elbow. And uh yeah, that starting lineup, Zach. Wacky Wild, what did you think? Uh, well my initial thought was that well, I guess TT must I think it, is his hip fucked or is it truly like he lost his spot because i don't know what he would have done to lose his spot if not for an injury well they said yap coached vermeer and briefly played with him <laughs> it's just hilarious on its own but uh, <laughs> it says a lot about something i don't know yeah and and apparently like he's better like playing the ball out you know with his feet um do you see any of that <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, i mean he wasn't bad with his feet obviously but i mean it wasn't like he was leading breaks or anything i don't know but that was pretty i mean i'm just like whatever we've sucked so much you can't like get up and like yeah it wasn't i don't think tt is really to blame for anything but it's hard to get up in arms about any roster move like no you can't besides like acosta or brenner if you didn't play them you'd be like hey come on man um but yeah 
Acosta back, and we learned immediately, we put the pressure on from the jump, that he is really, <laughs> he just can't live without him. <laughs> and it was great to see him back out there, and Zach, he's just, he's like nothing else we've ever had, and um, I hate, I, I shudder to think what this game would have even started like if he wasn't a part of this team. We need that little guy. Yeah, for sure. I think I've said this to Alex during the game. Uh, he's exactly how he was described by uh, DC fans. Just like uh, he might, he'll drive you fucking up the wall with like decisions, maybe a little selfishness, but then like produces some magic, and you're like, okay, okay, um, yeah, when it trade him for the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's taken us this long to get somebody with a little bit of creativity. What could we do without him? Um, noise level. And you, oh, you notice, no, like, please. and then when he's, like, dinking it around, like, he's always trying to do some tiny one-twos, even when, like, you're like, it's too tight. And uh, <laughs> But you see, like, different, like, Alan Cruz looks like a different player when he's, like, playing it off of Lucha. Like, he'll do little dinks and dunks there. And, like, uh, even Madunian and tried <laughs> <laughs> and failed. But, uh, yeah, no. I hope he never gets hurt again. That's he, for sure. He's got Loka playing dummy balls in the middle of the field with no one else <laughs> around him. Everyone's feeling the energy. Um, but yeah, so 6,000, I mean, the odds are some of you listening, some of our 6,000 listeners did not uh, get into the game, but um, the barley sounded good. I was a little concerned. Like I was testing it out, doing some clapping. It almost seemed to be like deadened when I was doing it, but then early on we had an early FCC and it had a nice reverberation to it that I was like, okay, yes, once this place is full, it will be, um, it'll be loud. Like they say, what did you think? Yeah. We kept, we were getting a little test at the beginning. Like, I feel like sounds just dying in here. So we're going, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I'm not sure what it would have done at Nippert either, but it's hard, it's hard to tell. I did never test experiment. the acoustics at Nippert, but, uh, yeah, no, it was definitely, uh, <laughs> Once you got like, I think we had a corner free kick or something, got the FCC going. I was like, all right, this yeah. feels, it sounds louder than 6,000. And honestly, like in the concourse, it felt like more than 6,000. And yeah. I think you said it too, like you get more than 6,000 people, it's going to be crowded. <laughs> yeah, those <laughs> concourses, concourse. I mean, they fit, I'm sure they made the stadium as big as they had in that, the amount of space they had. They didn't have any more room than they used, but, uh, 6,000, you're like, that's what you would hope it feels like at 26,000. <laughs> like just walking through the concourse, like it wasn't, it was fine. You had plenty of room, but like it was by no means spacious. So I, yeah, it's hard for me to fathom what it's going to be like when it's completely full. But um, I think it's going to, I'm picturing like the way it feels walking through like Blue City. I just remember feeling so cramped in their concourse uh, during that rain delay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. that's how you anyway. get on top of the action for sure. <laughs> um, but we came out, we came out firing, which you would hope they would. Uh, you know, Yops in a suit. You had Alan Cruz looking feisty. He uh, he wants to keep his spot. He had Lucho Dinkin and Duncan, and just you know, it was all. We had a break with Alan Cruz that I filmed where I thought that was going to be a goal for sure. We had two early corners, Zach. Early on in the game, I think I said. I said to myself, in my head, I think we can, you know, I think we might actually win this game. Did you have that belief in the first five five minutes? Yeah, I did. And even like that thing with Cruz, like he seemed sort of indecisive. Like, do I play it? Do I shoot? Um, 
and he didn't really commit. No, it wasn't and, really uh, either. Yeah, no, you just felt like it was there for us. Um, and then not to get ahead, but like even when we went two down, like all the rest of the games, you felt like we're not, there's no goals in this for us. Like I still thought we could get one. Yeah. And I don't know. It's not all Acosta, but he's what gives you the, he's what gives you the life to know that at the very least he can make some magic out of nothing, but everybody was giving it a go. Um, and yeah, but as, as always is it's, uh, it's not to be in that. As we noted, Breck Shea, just unbelievable. Couldn't believe he was in the game. He scores the first ever goal in TQL stadium history. Um, yeah, I mean, after the first couple of minutes where, you know, we had the initial possession and we were, you know, really going for it. It was quick to our old ways where as soon as we turn the ball over, it's like, oh, baby. Yeah. And it happened and he was at the back post. He beat Joe Zhao. You know, I don't know. I was I was in a daze at the time, but I don't want to just blame Joe Zhao because I just see him at the end getting beat by Breck Shea. But, you know, even that sentence, you got to be like, oh, God. <laughs> I mean, it did like, and when you watch it, it looks like he's like in an all right position. And then Breck Shea just like sneaks to the inside really fast. Like, I don't want to credit Breck Shea with like <laughs> great movement, <laughs> but, uh, but it was pretty good. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I'd rather put it on the keeper. Be like, maybe he could have. Yeah. It, it looked kind of squeezed under him. And I would say for all three goals, you can't really blame him, but also you could imagine a scenario where he stops two of those goals. Especially the first two or the first and the third. No, the first two. Yeah. The first two. for sure. Uh, <laughs> I remember what the third one was and you know, what are you going to do there? Um, but that hurt. We still played strong after that, but you know, the next goal I'd say was a little more individual uh, skill. The Iguain brother, he flicked it to Gonzalo, who uh, squeezed it by a new guy from here again. And at two nothing, you know, I put my put my mask over my eyes and I just kind of I, I I sat inside myself for a while. I checked Twitter; it was on fire, fire everyone, <laughs> nuke the stadium. I, I don't know; someone might have said that. Uh, 2-0 down, Zach. First half, new stadium. What can you even say? Huh? Well, not to be like a fucking psycho, but like okay. I still felt better. <laughs> it was it was the best we looked all year. Still, I'm like all right, we're, I'm like we're gonna get one. I agree, and I I think the only thing was, fuck, it just doesn't matter. <laughs> like we look so much better, but like whatever the problem is in the back. You know, it's rearing its ugly head again. I will say the second one, I don't know who's to blame, but kind of like that Nani goal, you're beat by some individual skills. I mean, the one Inguayim brother is super old, but I mean, he looked pretty, <laughs> he looked like an old ass Lucho out there. And then Gonzalo Inguayim scored goals all over the world. So you can't get too mad about it. But yes. Uh, two two zero down in this game was you know a far cry from two zero down in Orlando, and <laughs> go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Um, well, in all of this, um, I forgot until like a couple minutes ago about the uh, the offside um, 
goal they had disallowed. Yeah. <laughs> which, that was like, before the second goal. Praise the fucking soccer gods. Yeah, Brecce nearly with a brace. <laughs> hits Iguain, who's like sitting in the goal on the ground. He's like crouched down. Um, incredible. I That felt like a moment where it was like, it's like we would have been screwed if that goes in, but it didn't. And so I was like, okay, now we're that gave me that gave me a lot of juice after that. And of course they ended <laughs> yeah, up scoring. I mean, again, we were but... celebrating like we had scored. <laughs> um we should also mention, you know, obviously everyone thinks the refs are shit all the time, but you know, from our beautiful vantage point, this ref was really making a name for himself in that first half and Yeah. It's one of the worst um since we made the jump to MLS that first half especially it was just uh I know like I'm a homer but I mean even like balls going out for corners didn't give yeah, them to ran us ran all so. the way over the line we would have a corner kick yeah. and uh just get yeah, just played it in <laughs> and uh, every seemed like every 50 50 challenge we got the call against us in um I don't know we started building up the yellow cards and then after they got their second goal you're not you the Royal U was worried the wheels were going to come off. Like, Viasia got a yellow card, you know, the ball went away from a Miami player, and he just shoved him hands <laughs> in the back for no reason. I was like, this is fantastic. This is, we're just falling apart. I like his fire, though. You know, I was talking the other week. I was like, who's the, who's the guy who's going to have some fire on this team? But I feel like we saw a lot of fire today. This is before. Yeah, no, you know? for sure. And um, I glanced at Reddit, and I decided to stop because my, my opinion was so – far different than everyone else is on there um so you know i didn't want to get infected before we did the pod but sure. people were like i guess i'll give viasio a break because it's his first game i was like the fuck i was <laughs> watching like thank god that wasn't tom Pedersen like multiple times when he's like chasing a ball down towards the touchline um Pedersen would have gotten beat and then they're in on goal like um yeah no fucking way um, yeah I-, I thought he would that pairing, that's definitely our, our number one pairing. Uh, decent. I, I wonder, I mean, we could see as good as anybody, especially second half when we moved um, We moved sections because nobody was, you know, nobody cared. <laughs> we got, people could have moved all over the place, and uh, I don't think many people did, but, you know, there was. I didn't see an usher. I didn't see anybody. Um, so, you know. If you stayed at the top of your section the entire game, shame, shame. Uh, get closer to your friends. Uh, but yeah, it might have looked different on TV. I mean, it, things can have a different vibe, but like we could see the action very well. So I tweeted out after the game. I said, Viasia is the fucking man. I'll accept no slander. Our own Joseph Mamey from The Post and from The Mean Police said, wait, no. Like, I wonder, what did he see? What are they thinking? Did he have like a hand directly in the second goal or something that I missed? Or, I don't know. But I don't remember any big mistakes from him. I remember good things that he did. And I remember him shoving a guy. Like you said, I remember him spinning three times on the sideline, even when someone was calling for the pass from him. He's like, no, I'm just going to spin. And um, he had speed. He caught people down a couple times. I mean, no one else was doing that. And yeah, do, there's nothing. Yeah, he had like a fucking. I haven't little, seen like, any arguments, Mar- but there's no argument like, for anybody else. He had like a little Maradona turn with the ball. And I was just like, Tom Patterson's not doing that. I'm like, hell yeah. And also, uh, 
everyone wants Joe Jow benched. And uh, I thought this was his most like threatening game on attack for sure. Um, you know, he was trying to blast some balls across the middle. I didn't really like see him like confused and out of position. Um, he was like one our best outlet the whole game, pretty much. Matarita didn't do as much going forward. Uh, yeah, I thought he's getting better. Yeah, I think I'm. I will assume that first goal is what sticks in people's brain, whether or not he's to blame for that entirely or not. But yeah, yeah. I mean, every almost everybody out there, I, I'd say. I don't know. I don't sub Calvin Calvin Harris for somebody else. Everybody seems. You could imagine this team that was out there having um, a good game, but you know we got a lot of got like got a game left. Halftime, Loka. Came. I, I was gonna say if I was gonna pick apart someone in that first half, it's Brenner for me. I'm not sure, like, you know, he just didn't do much for me. Yeah, I don't know. And like he never gets in behind. Um, you know, he's playing deeper than Acosta half the time, but not like you know, contributing nearly as much. Um, yeah. yeah I thought Barrial had a good half. And then he had that, uh, he was in on goal the one time and a rifled one that went out for the corner. Um, definitely was his best game. Loka came on a half for Calvin Harris. And I was like, I was feeling really good. I thought Loka was going to be, <laughs> because it's going to make everything all right. Uh, but our first goal came from Barrial, just a beautiful ball over the top. Was that from Acosta? Oh, no. I'll just say it was. And um, it was identical to his one. Was that in Orlando? I feel like. Sure. Um, he had one exactly the same where his first touch was fantastic, but he sailed it over after that. Or he kind of fumbled the ball after he had a good first touch. This time he took it down beautifully. Um, flipped it over the keeper. It was fucking this is beautiful. 2-1. Game on. First FCC game in West End Stadium. And, um, you know, we had moved to the goal side. So it was beautiful view. It, at that point, you know, it felt like anything was possible. Yeah. And it was. <laughs> um, I feel like right after we nearly gave one up the other way as things happened. But... We didn't, and Nick Heglin came on for Viasia, who um, he went Looked down to be, r- rubbing yeah. his gas, but you know, could have just been cramping. And I, I screamed out, it's Heglin time, baby, and um, <laughs> some fans behind us said, no, and then you said, watch him come on and get a get a goal. It just felt felt right, uh, but you know, I said it, didn't believe it, eventually we won a corner kick, um, Costa takes it. It should be noted that all of our corners leading up to that were pretty bad. Yeah. Wasted. It's like some, it looked like he was trying to like get a little sneaky with him and it just was not working out. But on that one, I watched the replay and uh, he kind of shoes away um, Olympico master Harris Madunian. And um, so Holden's like, oh, he wants that big, uh, that big tall body in the box for him. I was like, that's right, Stu, or something. Anyways, it's more to the back post for a streaking, and I mean streaking. Champions League Ronaldo looking <laughs> uh, Nick Hagelin fucking fires that into the back of the net unmarked um, 2-2 we really got to hear the teak come alive at that point Zach 2-2 Nick Hagelin 
I immediately screamed to Mare, park the bus. <laughs> um, and I was proven correct. But in that moment, Zach, 2-2, two, two, 20 minutes earlier, people were calling for the heads of everyone who's ever worked for FCC. And now we're 2-2. Two, two. The whole world was at our fingertips. Yeah. And again, like after we scored that first, you felt like we had another one. And it's the first time this whole season where you felt like, yeah, we got a goal on us. It could come. It was fucking exciting. And there it was. And uh, then next thing you know, and I just don't, I don't understand, like, why doesn't Jeff Cameron go down? Jeff Cameron uh, is slightly involved in the action and we're pushing hard. We're pushing hard for the winner at that point. And, um, do you think he thought his cramp was a hoax? The, the team? I mean, if he would have just said, <laughs> uh, I got whooshed on that one. I'm sorry. They had about a right winger after. <laughs> and um, yeah, he should have just sat down. I mean, it's, it's it hurts my spirit. But um, yeah, FC, he doesn't sit down. We keep playing. We're on the attack. But as we know, our attack is just a moment away from getting scored on. That's just the way it works. And we do turn the ball over. And Cameron, who has signaled to the sideline that he wants a sub and was limping around, jogging awkwardly. All of a sudden, the ball turns over, streaking down. He's trying to keep up with um, Iguain. Ball gets crossed. Iguain's streaking down the middle. He can't, he can't make it in time. Iguain puts it in. And just as soon as we got that tie... We're back to 3-2, and um, I saw Matt Doyle, who is now an enemy, tweet a bad sign for FCC that uh, Jeff Cameron can't keep up with Iguain on that or something. I was like, Are you f- did you watch the fucking game? So I put a, I had a tweet on showing the video, showing him like asking for the sub, barely being able to run, and then like his awkward run trying to catch up with him. And, you know, that's the fucking difference in the game. It's just pretty depressing that oh it looks like cameron's hurt he needs to come out up oh, cameron can't catch like it's it just like such an immediate this is what happened yeah. and this was i guess the question the is reaction. is like an injured aging jeff cameron does he still <laughs> win in a foot race against tom Pedersen? that's what i'd like to know well you'd like to believe nick Hag- <laughs> nick hagman would have been on cameron's i feel like he plays on cameron's side more sure yeah um i mean this is all this is all sliding doors fantasy, but you'd like to believe. Hagelin's surprisingly fast, I feel like. Um, yeah, I think so. I guess that's just me saying he's white, but he's not slow. But, <laughs> but like I, he could have kept up with Iguain, who's quite old. And um, I don't know. It just it just hurts because like, it's like, oh, this is happening. Oh, now this is happening. Oh, I see what's about to happen. And it just yeah. it happened exactly like that. And we didn't get... He just, just feels that's what we got to figure out, and that's what um I don't know. You can you can make an excuse for all the goals, and that one's like the most clear. You could see what happened, but really, if Cameron would just went down, they would have kicked the ball out of bounds, and you know yeah, they wouldn't score there. You could you know. fucking calm down, get some instructions out there, and uh yeah, see the fucking game out. Um, but then it felt like. T- we got five minutes of stoppage time too, but they just they won a million corners, a million throws. I don't think we had another real good chance at that point no. on. And um yeah, three two. Vermeer did have he had one good 
save in the second half where he was like stretched. Um, what else do we have? Yeah, he did. And then he tried to act like it wasn't. It's like, that's a goal kick. I'm like, sorry, buddy. I <laughs> yeah. take credit for that one. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna want to take credit for that one. Matarita's um, um, free kick saved pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a couple times where, like, after we got that first goal, um, the second should have already come. We were, like, on the attack in their box with Acosta on the ball. And, like, you could see his options. <laughs> he wasn't taking any of them. Um, that guy must have gone for 12 or 13 <laughs> nutmegs um, just every, every single time. Um, I mean, it's clear now why, like, his Atlas highlight reel is fucking amazing. And I think he had, like, two goals or three goals for them. <laughs> You're like, yeah. How is, this, how is this highlight? I mean, you can see it. You could have made a highlight reel out of today. And, you know, I'm, again... I'm sorry if yeah. I'm wrong, but I think he was the assist on the goal. Um, so that's his, like his real tangible highlight. But like you could just see, yeah, he's always trying. Because when they come off, it's it's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And he's the only one yeah. on the team really capable of doing that. Uh, Atanga came say, in. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, it's very. it could have been someone else on that goal. Was Harrison already? He could play that ball. Yuya Kubo, I thought, was like, he was playing some excellent long balls um after a rough a rough start like yeah. a handful of giveaways to be honest but i thought he was like spraying it from side to side switching fields um really well he always had the right idea pretty much um let's see let's get this over the top ball cincinnati i thought they'd give more in the easy disappointing right now in, in cincinnati i Ooh, thought they'd give more like in their stadium open. yeah just a stew holding saying We've not given enough. Yeah. Damn. I know. It's great timing. Yeah. That's, I think that's Matarita from way deep. Amazing ball. Um, yeah. Hagelin probably, not Hagelin, uh, Deplon probably doesn't make that ball. Um, I thought uh, Atangu, so Atangu came on, as you said. Um, he, he did about what he did in the last game. <laughs> that's that's uh, rough. He's, he's, not, rough. he's not the answer for me. Um, well, it, it, the whole, this whole thing was like, I mean, he's a very much a winger like a true winger and like we didn't use I guess what he should be good at at all like he was hanging up really really high I'm sure he was instructed to but there was no one to get him the ball in that situation and Acosta seemed determined to go through the middle which you know I kind of appreciate but yeah nobody in the same way as Brenner except for like a Tonga that seems like even more of a one-trick pony at least based on his highlights because we haven't seen it we have not seen it in person, but like no one's playing a through ball to him or playing him long down the line. It's like, so really he had no value at all. And, you know, he did not show any ball skills or passing skills. And he's young, you know, he's fresh, but uh, yeah, if, if he can't come on and be like, I mean, Kakuta Mane would have been a better, I know he's not been on the team for a while, but like, that's what, like I was imagining and he was he so far he's been uh, probably a net negative on the team, which is unfortunate because I'm sure I was hoping his speed could have cost a little more or any uh, damage in the in the second half. But alas, uh, any other Tonga thoughts or no? Else? I mean, you know, we'll see. There's time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I do like. <clears throat> 
the lineup in the second half, even with Loka out there and everyone's calling for his head now, which I know he had some terrible, ugly <laughs> mistakes. Um, but like that team, that 11, I feel like could win. Like I'd probably have TT in goal um, right now. But like, I don't know. Some of those players are good. You feel yeah. like something could click. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, uh, it was good to see uh, Alan Cruz play well because, like, he's the person you always want to be in the game. And then some of the games he's been in, you're like, ah, oh, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, Everyone's, everyone, like, wants him to play. Like, why doesn't he play Cruz? And then, like, some of the times you see him, you're like, uh, I guess that's why. But, uh, yeah. I mean, he seemed – I can't imagine Mocha Joe looking anywhere near as, like, dynamic as Cruz was. Today. Yeah, well, I haven't yet. And like he was working his ass off too. He was great. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I don't know what happens in training, but it feels like he earned another start in my book. Um, let's go on to the let's do the segments. Let's do a negative one first. Let's do Yap Watch. Zach Yap. It felt like he bought himself a little more time. He had that. Um, he had that video. <laughs> Let me introduce myself. Yeah. The people were like, "Oh, that's kind of nice." I guess I feel like that it got him a little goodwill with uh, the casuals. And uh, how'd you feel about the video? Did it, I mean, I, it was right. it's, it's instantly ready to be memeable as soon as things go <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, haywire. I mean, I don't, I don't want to be like a Grinch or Scrooge, whatever. Like, yeah. but I like, I'm so bored with everything that fourth floor creative does with just like slow motion and like you know, over dramatic, whatever. I just, I don't care. <laughs> I'd say in their defense, I, that's what everyone's doing. <laughs> yeah. But like, I don't know. I've seen enough of Yap Stam's interviews. Like I know the real him. <laughs> it's like, you know, skirting responsibility and, uh, you know, blaming someone else. It's a Jeff Birding school of accepting blame, which wow. is don't. Um, hey, Jeff said the buck stops with him, so whatever. He does after saying all the list of excuses. <laughs> Should they have put uh, Yap in that that dynamic glow box they use for the intros? <laughs> Allow me to introduce myself. <laughs> my name yeah. is Yap. No, I mean it was fine. But yeah, it didn't like change my mood whatsoever. Honestly, like today's game got me more optimistic than uh, anything else. Um, I think it was a net uh, neutral on me. I think I could see how the team could play better, but also you could also fathom maybe they could be even better with another coach. <laughs> but it didn't make sure. me feel worse. But at two, at what do you think his temperature was at two nil down? I mean, it would have gotten bad. <laughs> yeah, mean, I th- if we yeah, hadn't I think scored so. a goal in the game at all, I just think the narrative coming out of that would have been so uh, ugly. Yeah, and like. The ownership group too, like to just like to really ruin their day, <laughs> you know. Like, David Beckham's there laughing at you. Um, no, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so I'd say a seat was slightly at room temperature after two to nothing, and uh, you know that's nothing to sneeze about. You don't want to get embarrassed in your home debut, and even though we were playing better, two zero in this team. <laughs> this, will, this will sound real smart. Two zero, you're real close to four zero. 
That's for sure. Yeah, no, Wait, for sure. I meant to say three, but that makes more sense. No, <laughs> this team, when you're 2-0 down, you're yeah. almost 4-0 down. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he needs to thank his lucky stars that uh, Bariel connected on that one. And then yeah, his no, for sure. His brilliant sub. Um, it's just a shame, like, we're still going with that Man United uh, trainer. It's like <laughs> one one week with Jeff Cameron and Viasio. Jeff Cameron will play a whole fucking season in the championship and come to us. <laughs> Like, oh, pulls up lame. Um, I guess when you cover it, besides, you know, evaluating Jeff Cameron purely as a player, how would you think he did his, his first game? I thought, you know, I felt, I felt, I felt pretty much at ease with him back there, I can say. Yeah, there was like, there was one in particular in the first half, like a tackle he made, like a standing tackle. I was like, all right, fucking nice. Um, <laughs> and like playing the ball. He distributed it's way better than like Pedersen or um Yeah, I mean he played a lot of uh like defensive midfielders, so Yeah. And yeah, talks a lot, directing people around. Um yeah, I mean it's definitely a plus. You know, we definitely got better. Yeah. Yeah, I the the only other things I didn't like about the the Jeff Cameron stuff was when people were talking about it as like a soccer soccer move like wow FCC's at it again signing this washed up guy I was like have you watched our games like this guy's immediately the best defender on the team what are you talking yeah, about there was, I mean there was that was never a doubt like for me like what I've taken like a million other different people sure but like he, he was gonna make the team better yeah I mean that's what happens when someone people hate like a let's say somebody I hate these word like a musician or an artist gets like quote unquote canceled like oh my god like this guy was never funny to begin with like let's hey come on you guys <laughs> you can call louis ck a piece of shit but he was pretty funny all right we don't have to uh uh i think i said this in the last but throw the baby out with <laughs> water that doesn't apply at all but yeah he was pretty good um i was also saying he did just play an entire season in the championship and he you know, played most of the games, uh, over 30 games. So it feels impossible that he's going to be able to play, I don't know, 90, 80% of our games. We have 30 more games left and I just, he's too, he's good and he seems fit, but you can't put 60 games on a yeah, 36 I mean, honestly, year old. He, so he probably shouldn't have, they should probably shouldn't have gone for 90 and that's a coaching mistake, you know? Yeah. He just, he like just got here. You pull him out with ten minutes left. I know things were tense, but like, and then what happened? I'm fucking cramped up. Hopefully, that's all it was. I mean, yeah, you'd get it either way. Can you imagine if they had scored when Pedersen, like Pedersen, yeah. came in for him? No, you would I know. Been like, I mean, oh, fucking it. Switching out your center back with ten minutes left in tie game. I understand. Yeah. I know. Well, I'm really, just... he should have sat down. <laughs> this is the yeah, yeah. It, back to that. And like, and we were at the time, we're like, dude sit the fuck down because then like what happens was alan cruz or something like passes in the ball across the field (laughs) i think jow ran over and got it but like it was like just fucking hilarious it's like when a guy gets a concussion football game he's coming off the field everyone's like patting his helmet or something (laughs) what are you guys doing (laughs) don't pass him with a fucking ball uh all right let's have a positive one fcc of the week um, I abandoned it the last two games because I just felt that like nobody was deserving of it, and it was just too painful. But this one, we got a few nominees. We got the obvious. We got uh, you know, Lucho for all his attempts to nutmeg people. Barial, Haglin, the goal scorer. Um, anybody, you know, Zach. I don't want to put any words in your mouth. So who would you pick as your 
man of the week? Uh, for me, I'm going with Alan Cruz. Because like many people, you just we've been clamoring for him. Like, man, I don't understand why he's not starting. And then uh, he got a really good opportunity, and I think he made the most of it. Alan Cruz. Yeah, I think uh, and we had heard a lot of people thought he was going to get traded like before the season even started, but uh, I'm very much glad he's still on the team because it'd be kind of sad if he wasn't that, if the next option off the bench was no offense, Caleb Stanko. So glad you glad he's here. Um, I'm going to say, and this is for all the haters out there. Um, let's look up his name. Cause I'd like to get his first name. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Don't know. Yeah. Gustavo. Gust- I knew that. Yeah. So okay. Say. Gustavo Viasia. His first game for the team. Hasn't been with the team long. He was directing people with his hands. He was spinning. He looks fucking like a goddamn man out there. He's 6'3". I mean, that's not a crazy height, but uh, he looked big. He looked big. He looked quite strong. Um, I didn't see him making too many mistakes with the ball at his feet. Um, Maybe I'll I'll see something later when I watch a little bit of the game. But uh, for me, just... It was so happy that he was not the other people. I was just very excited to see him out there. And he's mine. But, Zach, it's your birthday, so I'll give you the tiebreaker. Do you feel passionate enough? Yeah, I'm going to give it to Alan Cruz, but uh, I agree with yours, too. Alan Cruz! You get a $50 gift card to Babies R Us, which I don't think exists anymore, because you have a baby. And uh, (laughs) also recently bought a Mercedes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if you look at that back line, go across Matarita, Viasia, Jeff Cameron, and then, you know, maybe in a couple months, Joe Jow. <laughs> yeah. so that's, that's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like three out of four right now. But like, I still think like Jow, like, you know, so often, like he wasn't producing like anything offensively, but I thought like he got to the touchline like a handful of times, especially in that first half, he beat his guy. Like, put him. He's basically trying to put him in on the ground. Um, yeah, better than usual. And uh, he didn't really. I, I didn't see him getting burned or anything. I was gonna say during the game, it looked like Inter Miami like didn't read the scouting report because they weren't. Maybe they're just not set up to do that, but they weren't just like pushing it down Joe Jow's side all game like the other yeah. teams have done. I mean, it was Breck Shea. <laughs> It's Breck Shea versus Chocho. Maybe they weren't pushing it on Breck Shea's side. Yeah, he did have, he had some moments though, unfortunately. No. Obviously. Former um, Arsenal prospect, Breck Shea. It just, it, he had dreads the other year. I don't know. It's just hard to take him seriously, even when voice crack. Yeah. Well, let's just do the reverse of that. Let's put somebody in the FCC doghouse. FCC. Exactly. A lot of players out there. I, I think I know what the internet would. Actually, I don't know. They might be split. But uh, if you could put anybody in the doghouse this week. Um, I think the internet would put Loka in the doghouse. Yeah. Um, I want to be against the green, you know? <laughs> of course. We're setting <laughs> we're setting the trend for the week, if anyone's still listening. The thing is, like, I feel better when he's out there than I do with Calvin Harris, that like he's going to produce something. Or like pull something out of his butt. I mean, he was making nice. especially strange or poor, you know, like that thing I showed where like the ball just went through his legs and he was just like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's stuff that you'd like hope that 
<laughs> it wasn't like passing it to the wrong person. It was just like a total lack of awareness or something. <laughs> I guess yeah, I'm not I mean, making I guess, this case for him. I guess I have to. Okay. Go Floka. If you put him there, I'm going. Uh, I'm gonna put. People really hating on Calvin Harris, but like I don't remember enough. You know, all I remember is like the first five minutes where he felt involved, and, and much like this podcast sets the sets the tone for the week. That first five minutes set the tone for me for Calvin Harris. I was like, he was involved. All the action was going down his side. Um, he got a yellow card, I think. He shoved. He shoved a yellow. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to put Isaac Atanga in the doghouse. You know, he's not housebroken yet. He's still, still uh, dropping some turds. So uh, this is just a chance for him to gather himself and figure things out. Um, but yeah. It like, sucks because like you, ever, you see someone's face and you're like, that's a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's his mustache. But like he looks so innocent. Yeah. <laughs> I want good things to happen. They still could. I mean, his highlights are great. I think he seems to have like a terrible case of nerves. If you ask me, especially in the last game, he wants it so bad for the city guys. You know what has been quiet or the uh, Mocha Joe South African fans. I thought that was going to be like a much larger presence. And it's like, he got signed and everyone was like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> like, where is he when he's on the starting lineup? I want to see like 20 dudes being like big mistake. Uh, step up your game. I'd expect, you know, you're no Kerala blasters. I don't know if you experienced any of that, Zach. Josu's old Indian team. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Good for them. Uh, all right, let's move it along. Kevin, give me your MLS minute. And it starts right now. Oh, I don't have a voice. My throat, my vocal cords are not used to singing and screaming. I'm going to have to get them back into mid-season form here. Today's match went about as well as it could for the stadium's perspective, the supporters' perspective. Uh, Pretty much the story of FC Cincinnati and MLS. Everything but the on-field product seemed to be doing very, very well. The post was denied press box credentials and photography credentials Uh, we had them all last year the bailey sounded loud as hell but then again i was in the bailey towards the front and near the drums so what do i know tql feels small in a really good way i just realized i've already started calling it tql stadium they got me cup holders in the bailey are a game changer i'm starting to wonder if jonah wanted a review of the stadium or of just my experience at the game here's my review yap out night camp out gary forever oh baby fantastic potpourri um potpourri let's just wrap it up you know the new stadium is there anything else you need to get off your chest non-fcc related because this this would be your last chance no no Oh, hell yeah. It's Sunday night, folks. I feel like my voice has really come into itself as the podcast has gone along. Uh, it's like when Phoebe got herself sick on, tried to get herself sick on purpose again because she sounded so sensual, sings Mary yeah. Cat and stuff with a cold. It's just like that. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, potpourri. I, you know, this stay could have gone a lot of different directions. I think it went about as well as it can giving up three goals and losing like this is the, it's probably the best case scenario <laughs> you know if you said that we're gonna lose we're gonna give up three goals you know you'd probably be in a funk but uh i feel like for better or worse they've sucked they've sucked me in again 
I've, I've, I feel like I have the capacity to capacity to, and I always did, but the capacity to believe. And I think, you know, I think I always do when look, when not loco, when Lucho's in, I'm like, okay, anything can happen. But you know, they, they gave us an entertaining game. And at the end of the day, that's gotta be worth something. Yeah, it is for me. It's worth everything. <laughs> and I think like, I think not being able to go to the games in person is what like had let the lows like really make me think like why the fuck do i even watch this shit it's not fun but uh i have a lot of fun going in person again like you know even like the first the mls inaugural season like we we get battered those games but i still had fun uh yeah i'll keep going um (laughs) not gonna burn (laughs) definitely like didn't realize like even like when we were watching like the march come up and like i've never watched the march ever um but like you know i don't want to say i felt emotional but this is the first real public gathering i've been to so it was like the first thing like like feeling back to normal yeah Yeah, masks i don't know what the mask policy was but it felt optional except for like the (laughs) lines (laughs) even the dude even the lines like i i did notice as soon as i got to my seat i was like no one in their seat is wearing it i remember like watching other games on tv i was like I thought they had to wear their mask. It's like <laughs> people didn't even have them like hanging down. No, they were just off. And I mean, like, they dropped the fuck the do I care? mask mandate. I mean, so, yeah. Yeah. And they've said everywhere, like, if you're outside, like, so whatever. I'm not mad about it. It just but, feels like, weird. I don't really know what the policy is. No. And, and yeah, I walked honestly, in and I didn't have mine on. I was like, oh, God. And like, no one said anything as I walked in. <laughs> I'm not a COVID denier. I was very anal for a very long time. Um, took it very seriously. Got, you know, multiple tests, got vaccinated as soon as I possibly could. Um, you know, a lot of people I know had it and had it bad. And uh, now I'm saying fucking pack this stadium. <laughs> well, I mean, there's just so much, there's so much data now that the lack of outdoor transmission, especially in this, you know, if you want to say, if, if you want to go full house and say we should still wear masks, that's one thing. But like the way it was spread out, there it was it was every other row. I don't know. Yeah, it seemed when you're, it felt like you're. It'd be like you at the park and someone's like two benches over and you're wearing your mask. You'd be like, man, why am I wearing my mask? So uh, you know, I didn't really. And then I was just using it as. It was nice to have something warm on your face or <laughs> covering my face in shame when we suck, but. But yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. my hope, my point was I realized how much I missed going to the games and um, not watching on TV. And, um, yeah, losing in person is better. <laughs> losing in person is 10 times better. Even like I missed like it had been so long since, uh, you know, you're at Nipper and everyone's angry at the refs. Yeah. And then uh, that changes the whole vibe in a good way. You could feel from the players and like that doesn't happen without fans. No. I missed yelling at people. We're further away. I don't know who can hear me, but I think the six thousand helped because there were some real quiet points. But yeah, yeah, that's that's the worst part about where we were sitting, which is only we're twelve rows up in the second level. But you feel like Brexhay can't hear me. You know, Brexhay. <laughs> I thought Victor could hear you. Yeah, and it got real <laughs> quiet. And then when Brexhay was, yeah, I yelled at Breck a few times, but he was on our side uh yeah it's... i like what i like about breck Shea is that if someone just shouts his name it somehow feels like he's being insulted <laughs> breck! <laughs> <was> like, Fuck. <laughs> breck Shea! 
It's like, oh, burn. Uh, what did you think about the crowd? Did you think the non the non Bailey was a little quieter than you were thinking? I I think I said something to Mare, and she she uh, she took a little umbrage at that. So maybe is that just in my head that it was a little in a little our moments? Quiet? But we also we went down after seven minutes. Yeah, um, which hurt. And then like I think having everybody spread out also. Um, kind of kills the vibe a little like some of the other sections were definitely more spread out than ours um yeah, yeah I, don't I don't know. i don't blame anyone there's you know the the small crowd us going down but like you know it wasn't like a no, lot I, of clapping along at, at once we went down then i there understand wasn't. it was but... it was quiet enough that like i felt uncomfortable when we were yelling <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah, there, the... like people were turning around and stuff yeah well nobody else was yelling yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which is like, strange. Is it because it's the first six that, you know, these are like, you'd think they'd be the super fans, but they're like, oh, we've been around long enough. I don't know. I'm really uh, insinuating a lot, but uh, it'll be nice when it's full because, you know, our group is like 13 deep-ish, I don't know, 12 or so. So it'll be nice to have a, a pod that you know will be angry. And then when we moved, some guy, I don't know if I inspired him, <laughs> but some guy was yelling. I didn't always agree with him, but I was happy to hear somebody else just like, he, he his catchphrase was like, "Come on, let's get lucky." <laughs> he kept saying like, "Let's get some luck. Let's get lucky." I was like, "Okay, all right, yeah, let's get lucky. I'm, I'm with it." So yeah, saw a couple KLR ramen scarfs. Proud of those Hell people. Yeah. First first game, willing to rock <laughs> the insane ramen scarf. You gotta uh, you gotta respect that. Sorry, I gotta get one of those in there. You gotta respect that. Uh, but yeah, I'm feeling more positive. So. What else do you need? You know, I guess yeah, I was I was honestly surprised when I like I checked the internet um because I walked away from the game like feeling really sad about that third goal, but like feeling so much better. Like like you're I was definitely feeling like we're not gonna win any games with this team. And uh after today, I know this the two center backs helped for sure. And you're like, No, we got some points in us. Um Yeah. I mean we've <laughs> They've put a lot into the team, so uh point, yeah, it looks like you know let's just avoid the wooden spoon. That'd be nice. It's a bummer like when you want like because I like corrected someone on Twitter and it's like I wish I hadn't have done that when they're like, maybe they should have spent some of the stadium money on their team and like, excuse me, actually <laughs> actually we did. <laughs> We're still terrible. Makes it worse, but uh. Yeah, I mean you can't. Carl Linder doesn't know what the fuck's going on. He's he's given all, he's given as much money as anybody in the league. So he's just like I'm signing these trucks. What's happening? Um, but good for him, I guess. Uh, yeah. So next week, Saturday, we are away at Montreal, which means in Florida somewhere. So, let's... so do you stick? Would you stick with Joe Jow or you get Zico Bailey? I don't know. Stom seems pretty stubborn. I just can't imagine a scenario where he pulls him out because he knows for the way he wants to play, I would assume he wants to go forward more with his uh, fullbacks. Yeah. I mean, I'd be shocked to be Joe him now. I thought yeah. this was his best game. Um, yeah, I would have understood after like game one, he was getting torched. Yeah, unless anyway. they change the way he's playing on plan, plan, planning on playing, which doesn't seem like his style. Like it, it almost has to. Like I'd like to see Jessica Bailey maybe play once or twice, but he's 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 set it up where he has to play Joe Jow. So 
So good for Joe. He'll keep getting he'll keep getting running out there. Uh, I mean, how'd you feel about Joe Jow when they had, when they had to go to three three at the back? <laughs> I see like Lacati and be like, "What the fuck are we doing?" And I don't think anyone knew. <laughs> the like for like uh, Vasquez in for Jeff Cameron. Yeah. I don't yeah. think Vasquez touched it. No, that I remember. Great to see him out there though with the guys. Um, on my way out, it was an, it was a nice easy exit. I I parked uh, wherever I parked, but it's easy. I parked for free. I saw a few $15 lots that were completely empty. I don't know if they realized it was going to be 6,000 people. <laughs> I was like, no one's parking here, buddy. And they're definitely not paying $15. But uh, yeah, walked right in. Then when I left, you know, right out the gate, crossed, I mean, easy breezy. Very nice. It might have been a similar walk to like a nipper parking walk, but it was just a flat, flat journey right to the car. It was nice. But in the concourse, I'm walking by. I'm like, who's this person? Looks very familiar. Liz Summers tapped her on the shoulder. She she offered up the hug. I took it. I think it's one of my one of my first non family uh, post COVID hugs was Liz Summers. <laughs> I really can't think of anybody else. I don't think I've hugged anybody else. Yes. Uh-huh. So that was pretty funny. Nice. You just never know. Never know who you're gonna. Yeah. This universe. Wow. I mean, actually, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> She said she was going to be at the first game. So, so I got so, a Liz Summers hug. I got a 3-2 loss. What more could you want? Zach, your final thoughts um, on the big day. Yeah, it was our, it was our third time at the stadium. Um, felt completely different than the meet your seat. And uh, yeah, felt kind of surreal and very exciting. Uh, it's going to be great in our real seats. And... It's gonna be uh it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy for a lot of reasons when everyone's in there. <laughs> yeah. Some good, some bad. Uh it'll be it'll be uh we'll be a real big family, that's for sure. All right, my final thoughts. Um Yap can stay. My trend for the week, if I'm setting the trend, I'm feeling generally slightly optimistic, definitely more than I was a week ago so i can see it i can see the vision yap now let's just let's just see it through i believe in you for one more week god bless you uh hell yeah amelia was amelia there i don't think i don't think so but i don't know amelia we got the game i felt your spirit amelia absolutely Uh, what's what's good i know that jeff cameron signing hit you hard I think I don't know if it was a, what was your tweet? What the fuck? What the fuck is going on? I don't know. Something. <laughs> there was a fuck in there. Hey, um, Emilio, I've I've been pretty upset for since I heard the news. <laughs> Just want you to know. <laughs> I, Just want you to know. I um uh, I don't want to get into it at all, but I was very anti. But makes yeah. the team better. I don't like selling. My I hope soul. I hope the team likes him, you know. At least his yeah. teammates. Yeah. Uh, they loved him in uh, QPR and the, all the tweets, all the replies. They're they're yeah. sad to see him go. It's teammates. Yeah, they like probably him. they all voted for Brexit. <laughs> uh, can you fucking him? Boris Johnson? All right. On that note, I apologize for not editing this. Like I said, late Sunday night, we're setting the table for the rest of the week. Take it slow. Yeah, I apologize. My interface is fried, I think. Mm. There you go. 
And as my son Arlo would say, on Friday, you eat fries. Right? <laughs> uh, I think that's the only other day. I think he has other ones. Oh, on Wednesday, we eat Wendy's. Which is not really true, but I'm sure it's happened before. Friday fries. All right. Who did we play? Who did we just play? Miami? Well, we'll f- I'll find a Miami. A Miami musical act. Not the Miami sound machine. Unless I have no. to. Is there one that jumps out at you, Zach? That you need? No, there's not. All right. Well, last word. Yeah. Feeling good. Last two words. Harry put. Excuse me? <laughs> it's a band from. That's the second band that came up from Miami. <laughs> Number two. That. I'm guessing they were punk. Casey and the Sunshine Band, two live crew. Yeah, a lot of rappers. NRBQ, who the hell is that? The Goods, Glass Eater, Buckwheat Boys, Pretty Ricky. Mayday. Do you remember Glass Eater? Hugs, not drugs. Like a straight edge emo I band. I definitely remember the name. The Mavericks. There's trash. I Set My Friends on Fire. Darwin's Waiting Room. Leonard Skinnerd. Diss and Dat. Okay. Yeah. That's enough of that. All right. Rise together. Might, Gloria Stefan, it might be you. <laughs> <laughs> Why we do that when we have Sammy Hagar in the circle? I mean, he's not even from that. Yeah, not great. I'm sorry. I'm, for all of you who are listening, I'm sorry. I just, uh, just blurted out Harry like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was startling to me. <laughs> <laughs> Apologize to Soccer Crush. I'm very sorry. It was a band. All right, goodbye. Yeah, all right. All right. See ya. (laughs) Great job. Yay!